Hello and welcome to a special bonus episode for this week on It's Karmic with me, Vika Bradford. And I am here with uh, one of your favorite people. I am aware that you all love her so much. Align with Renata. And we're going into the eclipse. We're going into the, the underbelly right now because we have a lot to say about this. And it all needs to come out. So welcome, Renata. <laughs> Thanks for having me again on the show. I'm excited to have this conversation with you because I feel like we're on the same page that can offer different, um, different perspectives on how to navigate the eclipses in general. And then this one specifically. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think between the two of us, like we have a good head for like, let's chill, but also <laughs> like, yeah, it's not perfect. And also like, let's use our bodies to move through it in a healthy manner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's start with, okay. Let's start with when you're tapping into eclipse, uh, what do you tell your people? So the way I look at eclipse seasons, I call them like dates with destiny. Ooh. You can call them portals of destiny, portals of fate. And that's because it's activating the lunar nodes that are responsible for our, our co- the collective lunar nodes that are responsible for our collective soul destiny and growth and what we need to lean into and explore And then it's also activating and tapping into our collective self node, our karma, our past, what we need to let go of, what we need to integrate, what we need to upgrade. Um, So the reason why I say they like to illuminate things and they, I I use the term, they wake us to shake us out of fear and complacency to see where are you not in alignment with your destined path. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's how I treat them. And every eclipse I say is going to be different depending on how much work you've done, what else is going on in your own personal astrology, how willing you are to lean into this energy versus trying to like do it your way. Hmm. (laughs) It's like, we should go on a rant about time in another essence, but we all have these unique cycles that it doesn't matter whether you wanted something or not. There's going to be certain things on your timeline that you're meant to explore that are going to get you to where you want. But sometimes we get so resistant. So eclipses are like, I don't give a shit that you had that in mind. This is actually where this is what you need to look at. And it might seem so indirect, but it's the very thing to move through in order to get to that point. You feel called to journey towards. Yeah. And then depending on where they're hanging out in your chart, right? Depending on where this eclipse energy is hanging out and which areas of your, of your life, that's usually where you feel it. Like, I'm sure we're going to go through our own experience, but I'm definitely feeling it specifically in the realms where it's hanging out in my chart. So (laughs) I say to people, you can either just intuitively tune in, or you can work with someone if you feel called to get more specific and customized guidance which is totally fine. Cause sometimes we just need that confirmation from time to time. Yeah. And that's what I always say about like when people come into readings with me um, and I'm sure you feel the same where I'm like, yeah, I'm just confirming all the shit you already, you already knew. Know. <laughs> yeah. Like you just needed someone to solidify it for you for some reason. Cause we're human and we need to put some sort of like boundary into like, is this real? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. A hundred percent. And it's interesting too. I posted about the, something about the eclipses on TikTok, And one of the comments was, it was only the only sassy comment I got, but it was basically like um, eclipses happen all the time. So what's the big fucking deal? And I was like, 
I don't even think they use the word fucking, but I feel like I need to do the end. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you can tell you're like, yeah, I know right? what you like, really meant. Yeah. I know what you wanted to say. Um, and my response was like, yeah, they happen all the time. Absolutely. They happen at least four times a year, sometimes six times a year. Uh, but it is exactly what you mentioned there in like what it's activating for you, what you've been through, what you've worked through, how ready you are, how in a state of surrender you're willing to be. Um, and then what transits are actually happening in your chart, because you could be going through an eclipse with like nothing big transiting in your life. I mean, to, if anyone's going through that, like God bless your soul. Like, but, um, but really like the amount of shit you're going through is going to to hit different on every eclipse. And like, like you said, where that eclipse is happening in your chart, every eclipse is different. That's what the big fucking deal is. Like, mm-hmm. is that everyone has its own unique signature feeling, um, expression. And that happens internally, but that happens collectively. I a hundred percent agree. I feel like it's just a tool to, uh, align with your own cosmic cycles, which is your own roadmap for your soul's purpose in this lifetime. So yeah, we have them all the time. Just like we have a new moon mostly every month and a full moon, you know, and it's, it's just how you want to use whatever's coming up in that energy to guide you or direct you at that point in, in your life. It's like Mercury retrogrades. Remember everyone's like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. it's Mercury retrograde. I was like, oh my God, stop. Like you're fine. (laughs) fine. Like I'm just like, oh, which, which speaking of like, it is pre like we're in the shadow of mercury retrograde right now um and i hope everyone listening to this is at a point of whether they're following you or me where it's like mercury retrograde is not it's not everything that like pop astrology has made it out to be and again it's the exact same thing as an eclipse and like it has its own energy force it has its own expression and depending on what is happening in your chart you will be affected different based on the reflection of mercury's you know lessons for you right now for some people like through through the next mercury retrograde you may feel nothing you may Mm. feel nothing because you're not getting activated you don't you know maybe get a couple like technology things where you're like oh shit but like you may feel absolutely nothing and that's okay Mm -hmm. and i i just yeah and i feel like these cycles are just there to help us like get aligned to where we're intended to go, whether we like it or not. And again, they could be very subtle and they can be very intense and it Mm -hmm. depends on how that interacts (laughs) with you. So I'm glad we kind of like put that nail in the coffin because yeah, yeah, everyone's like, oh my God. And I'm like, I I don't know how you want me to communicate it. Like (laughs) how do you want me to, people get so angry and I get it. Like they'll see things on Instagram and I made a comment the other day. I don't care what time it is. I don't care if it's a magical day. I don't care if it's the most most special day of the year. Like it's still not going to bypass your own personal uh, work that you need to do. So same with eclipses on the other spectrum. Doesn't mean if it's intense or it's like a, a hard or a difficult challenge or transit again, it really depends on how you want to interact with that consciousness. I think people need to realize planets don't make you do things. The celestial yes. bodies don't make you do things. They don't make you wake <laughs> up that morning and send that text message. They do affect energetically your consciousness, which can make things feel more easy or in flow or aligned or inspired or, um, I don't know, just, I don't like, yeah, in flow. And then there's other points where there's like resistance, challenge, fears, annoyances, triggers pop up. Again, you still get choice on how you respond. Yeah. A hundred percent. 
A hundred percent. I I love this because, and like what you said there about like the, the planets didn't make you text your ex. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Mercury retrograde didn't do that. Uh-huh. You did that through the experience that Mercury retrograde may have activated in you, you made a conscious choice to text your ex through the emotions you were experiencing, right? Like it wasn't Mercury didn't like come into your hand and like, you know, like, uh, what is the word abduct your fingers Mm -hmm. and like text your ex. You did that like, so ownership Mm -hmm. and releasing the victim mentality. I think that's really big too, for all energies. It's like, let go of the victimhood that the planets are, are out to get you. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not, they are here to, um, assist and reflect and challenge and help you grow. But like, yeah, it doesn't always feel great. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you were saying the other day on Instagram too, basically about like, uh, no matter how much work you do, no matter how much, you know, how much, you know, your chart and how much body work you've done, how much yoga you've done and how much like whatever you've done, Mm -hmm. you're still going to have periods in your life where you get rocked and you're going to have to feel it. And you're going to have to cry. And maybe because of all that work you've done, you come out of it quicker. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're able to Mm -hmm. self-regulate, but you're still going to have days where you absolutely fall to your knees and like, you've got nothing left. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. You're just going to have to, sometimes I don't, I don't understand people get this because they go into the spiritual community in this pop cult, pop spiritual, whatever. I don't even know how to term it. Um, (laughs) I think sometimes people go into spirituality because they think, oh, this is going to be my ticket to this perfect, easy, comfortable life. And I'm not saying my spiritual journey hasn't led me to doing a lot of healing. And I've been able to have a lot of abundance and these beautiful experiences and the type of work I I've got to, to do and the way I get to express that was through this spiritual journey. And I'm grateful for it. However, it doesn't mean that you're going to be able to bypass shit. Yeah. And I, I said that the word was exactly, sometimes you're going to have to sit in the shit and there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing, nothing, nada. And what's most important is, do you have legit tools where you are able to cultivate that inner resiliency or trust? Because life was going to, I said verbatim is going to throw you unexpected shit storms from time Mm -hmm. to time. It doesn't matter how, how high your damn vibration is. Doesn't matter how good of a person you are. It doesn't have nothing to do with your karma. Maybe it's part of your karma. I don't know. That's a whole other can of worms. (laughs) That's a whole other podcast. (laughs) Keep that simple. And then there's, it's just part of your experience. And then there's times where do you have tools that can help keep you anchored when you're moving through discomfort while you're healing, while you're growing, while you're evolving because pain and discomfort and feeling uncomfortable is just part of the human experience. And there's no vibrational state you can be at. And I don't know, unless you're Jesus or something, I'm not really sure <laughs> that you can bypass those feelings. And even he, if you want to pull that into the mix, he had pain and suffering when he was on his way to his crucifixion. He, yeah. he felt that mm-hmm. he was a good person, allegedly yeah. Yeah. stories or whatever. <laughs> so I'm just, I just want people to start to, to, to use a spiritual, whatever, energy astrology as a tool to support you in your journey, but not as like a a scapegoat. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like let's stop blaming like, oh, this happened because it's eclipse season. Oh, this (laughs) happened because Mercury retrograde. No, like you own your shit. Own your fucking shit. (laughs) Um, okay. 
So yes. Okay. So we've prefaced that, mm. that, that this is what's up. Okay. So when I'm looking at eclipses, like eclipses are one of my favorite energies same. ever, ever. Okay. Again, we're both very much the same. Like, I feel like it's so Plutonian, even though like, it's not a Pluto energy. It's just, it's very, you know, it can be quite destructive, but it can be quite rebirthing. Um, mm. so I feel like both of us are on that vibe where we're just like, bring it, but then we're in it and we're like, shit, I'm dying. Yeah, I'm, um, dying. I'm dying a little bit. Oh. <laughs> But okay. So when I'm looking at them, I like to like, to help my people think about an eclipse. Like if the sun or the moon comes along and like takes the light out of the other one, right? Like, what are we left with? We're left with the shadow, mm-hmm. right? We're left with like, there's no illumination anymore. So we have to look at the shit and that's where the karma comes in, right? Like the, like the faded energy of looking at the past and the future and just looking at that portal and being like, shit. I didn't see any of this coming because it has been shielded, mm-hmm. right? Or because like the sun's been too illuminated, you know, and it's like so bright out, you can't see anything. You step outside and your eyes are like, I can't take in that much light. Um, so I actually don't know what's happening. And until you put those sunglasses on, maybe the sunglasses are the eclipse. And then you see like the, even like polarized sunglasses, the spectrum you can see mm-hmm. of information versus like your eyes just seeing. It's like, there's a whole layer of information that we haven't been able to see until that eclipse happens. Does that resonate with you? Oh yeah. I think that's a great way to put it. And yeah, for sure. Um, the, I, uh, it's the same. It's just the way you're articulating it or or expressing it would, it just through different words. Yeah. I look at it like, it's like the North node will call it's like an 18 year, 18 ish year cycle, these eclipses. So I always say to people, what was the theme and what was going on in your life around 18 years ago, or if you want to look back and see when were these, for example, the North Node and Taurus, South Node and Scorpio taking place. And you can even go and look at where that was happening in your chart. If you know a little bit of your astrology or just reflect on like, what was going on in my life? Like, what was I going through? What was I feeling? Mm-hmm. Cause this is a repeated theme. This is a yeah. 18, it's an 18 ish year cycle that you're revisiting and you're, you're peeling a deeper layer. So did you, what did you learn back then that maybe you didn't fully see or you didn't integrate and now it's coming up again in your life and it might look a little different, but it's a similar type of energy or you're, you're not necessarily learning anything new. You're just learning to sit with the shadow or sit with that lesson and be anchored into it. Mm-hmm. Also the self note I find, yeah, it, it's like, you might be feeling this. I feel like sometimes eclipses, like I call yeah, I call them wake up calls. Cause sometimes it's like, you've been feeling this for a while, but you haven't really put your finger on it. Or it's like, it, it's this raw energy brewing in your unconscious and then eclipses come and they're like, mm-hmm, that thing you've been avoiding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and it, it'll, it could just pop it off. And the, again, the intensity, how that's expressed will be variable for everybody, but I find them as really important check-in points Yeah. to make sure like, what are you not doing? What mm. are you doing over here? This is going to bother you. Yeah. Good. It should bother you. Cause you need to do something about it now mm-hmm. Can't run away from that, especially with the self known as Scorpio. Yeah. Totally. It's revealing, unearthing. Oh Oh my goodness. Okay. So for anyone (laughs) listening, you guys are, if you're newer to astrology and you don't necessarily know where to look, you're going to be wanting to look at like what house in your chart is ruled by Taurus and Scorpio. Um, because that's where this like shift is happening for the next, Mm -hmm. oh God, um, maybe 
maybe year. I think they're still in there. The July, July 17th, 2023. Okay. So a little over a year mm-hmm. um, that we've got more of this, right? Like the eclipse is going to hit all different points in this axis, which means that house, like those two houses, Scorpio and Taurus are what are going to be hit. And you're going to want to look at, do you have anything around the degree of the eclipses? So we're just talking about this one coming on Saturday, um, which is at 10 degrees in Taurus new moon. So the sun and the moon are conjunct, um, which essentially means the moon is going through between the earth and the sun, right? That's this one. I think so. The moon goes through. Yes. Okay. Mm. So the moon's going through the earth and the sun is blocking out that light. Um, so that, so what is this, what houses are being activated for you in this one? <laughs> Let me pull up my chart. Let me hold on a second. I'm pretty sure it's the 10th one right now. I think it, yeah, I, I it think it just, I think it, I'm pretty sure it's the 10th, but we're, okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. Majority of my eclipse is 10th in the fourth house. So the North node okay. is in the 10th and the South node is in the fourth. Yeah. Okay. And then for me, it's first house and seventh house. <laughs> <laughs> if we turn me to whole signs, it's second house and the eighth house, which I think is just the same story in a different like fashion. Yeah, totally. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So what are, what's, what, like, what can you reveal to our people about like how, how you're attempting to not die, (laughs) how you're moving through this with ease, um, just knowing what we know. So I guess I'll give some background to my pattern. I have something on my chart. So Pluto aspects, most of my planet. So I'm, even though I'm not, there's not a lot of like Scorpio energy per se in a planet, how it interacts, how Pluto and Scorpio interacts with my chart in the placements of my planets. I do have this like Pluto undertone. Okay. Strong transformational death and rebirth undertone. It's no joke that my name's Renata means reborn. So in general, in my life, especially with the strong aspects to my sun and Mercury, Pluto squares those. So if I avoid things, it, it affects me strongly, especially mentally, and it, it'll eat away at me. So I'm someone who always has to be going through this death and rebirth, whether I want to or not. <laughs> and I've learned to just go and stop resisting. And it's not that it won't be challenging. It's just, I, you just learn to just go with where you're guided to, even if you you're starting from the bottom. So I'm used to that energy in my life because I've resisted it for many years. And it's, it's called, it's, it caused a lot of internal discomfort, which is unavoidable that I didn't realize. So this is kind of highlighting that pattern for me on steroids because (laughs) the South node in my Pluto in Scorpio hangs out in my fourth house. So (laughs) or strong karma is my chart about my foundation and feeling safe and my, my family and that, uh, that um, my roots, it's not necessarily like, I think I'm going to die, but I notice I have to change my level of what I feel is comfortable or where I feel safe. And I feel like I have to build a new because my career, that North node in Taurus is now being triggered saying, hi, there's a new path for you you need, you're undervaluing yourself. It's time to step it up. You're being called to go here, which is great, but it's also like, Oh, I just was really comfortable in this. Like, and I felt really safe in this environment. 
And while I'm excited for that, I'm also simultaneously like, what the hell is that going to look like? (laughs) Does that make sense? It does. And I pulled up your chart too, um, (laughs) because I wanted to know if you were being aspected, which you are, um, right? Because it's, you have your four degree Pluto. So you have a five, six degree um, orb to the actual well, opposition of the actual yeah. eclipse. And then you're rising at 11, which means your descendants at 11 Aquarius and Leo. So your literal identity is being challenged right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like you, your, all your shit coming up is your identity, your safety, your work, like the unearthing of all the karma and like shit that happens when you have the Pluto in the, the fourth house, which is like your black sheep syndrome and your like your witch wound, all that shit coming to the surface and then inviting you into like your 10th house, highest shining Taurus star. Yeah. And like, I don't know what, how I know every program is a little different, but I'm pretty sure I'm 29 degrees Aries or 28 mid heaven. Yeah. So like, yeah. yeah. And then my North node actually conjuncts that. So like, yeah this is very career life's work where I notice I've been, it's not that I've been complacent. I've been comfortable. Mm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm recognizing like, Oh, okay. It's time to like get uncomfortable, like really uncomfortable because this new expansion and where I'm called to go and who I'm intended to be wants to come out. And this frustration or these triggers that I've been seeing from other people online. It's not like I'm, I'm, I'm mad at other people or it's not them. It's just, I'm, I'm realizing I'm like, I'm playing small. And even though others think I'm playing big for what I'm here to do, I'm like, Oh, it's time to hit that next level. And you keep, keep there's no escaping it. You feel yeah. it. Yeah. You gotta own it. So yeah, that's what's coming up for me and I'm excited and I don't know what the hell that looks like. I have, I'm not, I'm not really sure it's still brewing and I've been very open and transparent sharing that. Yeah. Um, yet I'm just, and I'm okay being in this space of, I don't know, I know I'm going to figure it out. There's no rush. Like the world's not going to end. And, uh, that's, that's the lesson here is understanding that shit's going to have to die. Mm-hmm. Like or end. And there's going to be this, this rebirth, which even though I've been here many times, I'm like, Oh my God, again. (laughs) (laughs) So I just want people to understand that it's normal as you grow, as you evolve, you're There's that love that your comfort zone is always going to be challenged. And it's, it's normal if you're feeling that little bit of like, Oh my God, who am I do this? Can I do this? How's that all going to look? And I have really excellent tools to navigate that yet. It doesn't still bypass that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. The sensation doesn't go away just because you have like amazing tools to process it. It helps. Yeah. But you still have to go through the shit, the shit storm. Yeah. 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 Okay. So anyone listening? Oh, uh, okay. For me, so it's happening. I like to refer to it as it, it feels very much, it could be the second house, eighth house too. Um, but it's very much feeling that like that first house eight or the first house, seventh house for me, like relationship and my identity. And again, I've been very transparent as well on Instagram about like my marriage and the disruption of the experience of having Uranus go through my seventh house over the last however many years it's been there um, since 2018 and like finding myself in polyamory and like yeah. um, just the exploration of 
disruption in how I do partnership. And that has been very activated over the last little while. Um, and it's really come to a head, but that head, I didn't know where it was coming, but it really landed right before the eclipse, which the chaos. And that's the thing about eclipses guys is like, remember they, they build, it's not like on the day you're like, Mm. Oh, there it is. It's like, Mm. no, like they build up to it. Okay. So everything you've been feeling is like the preemptive. Yeah. This is the eclipse. It's not just right on that day. Um, and that's what I've been feeling is like that disruption in the relationship. Um, and then the solidification and clarity that's coming now of like, yeah, we do want to stay together and we do want to do our work. And like, we do want to like, like my husband wants to grow, you know, and you had that crazy ass dream about, <laughs> we're not out of dream that she was uh, counseling both Josh and I before she even knew what was going on in my marriage. And like the, the things she dreamed were spot on everything we've been experiencing, um, so like his ownership of his own emotional over scorpionic Piscean energies, um, and then very much like my identity being rebirthed, you know, this eclipse specifically is, uh, opposing my Pluto. It is square my North node, square my South node and directly square my moon and, uh, my Jupiter as well. So like, it's like hits from every angle. Right. And I'm feeling that just disruption of the challenge of my emotions, you know, rehoming our pup recently. Um, that was like, so challenging for my emotions and what I think, uh, I want to stay in versus like, what's actually better for me. And then that transformational process that Pluto is like just unearthing all the shit being like, Hey, you weren't looking at the, or you were looking at this for years. You knew all of this for years. Um, and it's even interesting. The dog, we just rehomed his son is exactly conjunct my Pluto at 15 degrees. Um, so it's like, you knew this was never working. Like that this karmic relationship was not healthy. Um, but you wanted to emotionally hold on to it. Right. Um, and then that North node, South node activation of like, just all the shit being born out of me right now, where I'm just like vomiting new, not even new ancient information. Yeah. 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 Right. Like, and that's, that's in my fourth and 10th house where I'm just like pouring like ancient knowledge that I'm like, what the hell, where is this coming from? Yeah, no, totally. And I, in my chart, I think because you, you touched on my dreams that I have to hold the Neptune, (laughs) the Neptune and Jupiter conjunction is conjuncting my natal Jupiter and Pisces in the eighth house of Scorpio. So I'm like in this world where I'm like, I just want to go hide in a ditch. Like (laughs) it's cool. But at the same time, I'm like, am I crazy? Like I shared the dream I had. So it's very like this psychic seeing or this this veil is just fully gone and at the Mm -hmm. same time you're just like what the fuck do I do with that so yeah that's a whole that's a whole thing it 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 dredges things up and with that Uranus element to the solar eclipse you're right Uh, the other day I was like I just want to blow shit up I'm just gonna blow blow it up up. 
I'm just gonna, yeah. I just like, I want just like radical change. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this up. And like, I'm done with that. And I was like, okay, that's, that's a little extreme and impulsive. You might want to think that through. <laughs> like, oh I was gosh. just like, oh my God, that's Uranus. Like, here like it comes. so much right down to the point of like in karmic astrology, when we, when we see Uranus come into something, it's like, we know there was possible like explosions in past life, you know, explode. Something was explosive. Um, and it's funny because I haven't thought about that term in a while with Uranus. So I'm glad you brought it up because that guy is like, you need to remember, like, that is the energy is explosive, quick changes. Like, Uranus has no time to give a shit about like how fast he's doing things. He's just doing them. Mm -hmm. And so at this time you might be experiencing things where you're like, holy shit. Like, it's just like, let's blow everything up. Or the universe is just like, you thought you were stable. You thought you were good there. Like, let me put a little dynamite in there and just blow up everything you thought you knew. Mm-hmm. And then our job is to surrender and say, what are you making space for? Like universe, like, what are you making space for? Because like, I trust you. Oh, totally. <laughs> and it's that innovative energy. So again, another way yeah. it resonates, depending again, where the, it might be innovating something in that house of yours, or mm-hmm. it wants you to innovate something in that. Cause the North node is like a new path or, and it it all comes back to your worth and values of Taurus energy and that sense of like inner security. And Mm -hmm. for me, it's like this massive wanting to innovate and break more free in my career. And there's certain things I just don't want to disclose, um, on the internet, but, um, it's totally fine. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, you know, I'm part of me is like, should I just give that all up and, you know, not have be under any system. Right. Cause there's certain, there's certain systems that I'm still playing in that, uh, I'm just like, Oh, I don't know if I want to keep doing that. Right. Right. Uh, same very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And, and, and that, that is, we see this energy with, with Uranus moving through Taurus, right. It's disrupting all our systems, like yeah. monetarily you thought it was one way. No, it wasn't. Or like, oh, you thought that this platform was uh, great and so, so powerful for humanity. And it turns out it's just not. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we, we do get to innovate in that area. And I'm feeling that very much in my partnerships, right. Where I'm, I'm going away. The society is like, you don't do that. And I'm like, watch me, like watch me completely innovate the way we do partnership. Um, and, and not to say that that's right for everyone. Cause it's definitely not, but for me, because of my energy signature and what's happening through that seventh house for me, it's like, yeah, yeah, I do yeah. need to do things differently and process relationships being different. Yeah. I totally, I totally get that. And then, and, and by you learning it from that house, it can influence other, other realms. That's why I say to people. So even if someone's like, I want to do this in my business, or I want to do this with my family, I'm like, yeah, but this wants you to work here and that will help you over here. Right. Right. So I, and I, I just see, I don't know how that, I'm sure that'll weave in somewhere through your astrology that just came to me and I get it. I want to innovate business. I want to innovate people's life's work. I'm just, I'm so tired of things that I see online. I'm like, Oh my God, stop. Mm-hmm. stop. Yeah. And again, it's not going to be for everyone and I'm not tending it to be for everyone, but it's for the people who, who don't, who don't want to keep going through and being put in a box. They want to do things for their own unique signature. And I've been craving that. And I'm like, okay, 
sure, let's try that. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So I love this so far. I feel like we've hit, <laughs> we've hit a lot of points on just the fact that like, yeah, we're not victims of this and it's not the end of the world. Yes. We have eclipses all the time. It's a great statement. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it is what, what makes this one unique for you is your placements, your, the house that's being activated, your process, the tools you have available for you. And I would say like your level of surrender is yeah. key, right. That your level of like trust that, you know, we're, the universe is making space for good shit, but that means like, yeah, you're going to have to lose some things. Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe, and then that's really why they're not comfortable, right? Why they feel so chaotic is because we're so attached to, you know, things not changing. You know, some of us are more prone to like change and we're more adaptable in that sense. But the, the majority of us don't, we say we want things to change and then they do and we freak the fuck out. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to eclipses, like, yeah, that is the sensation because you're not necessarily feeling like you're in control, even though you kind of are, because you've been preemptively doing this work for years, right? You've been lining up those, those dominoes and it's like the eclipse is like, sure, knock them down. Yeah. I think sometimes it can be uncomfortable or yeah, it can be uncomfortable when you, when you are maybe faced with like, shit, I, I've, I've been digging, not digging your own grave, but I'm responsible for this. Like, it kind of is like uncomfortable when you're like, I created that. Right. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm, I've brought myself to this point and I'm sharing that not because I want you to roll around in guilt or shame or make wrong. It's you did it up to that point because you likely were operating from a place a blind spot or a limiting belief or a fear that you didn't have tools to move past. Exactly. Because if you did, because I've been there before for many years of my life, not knowing how to work with this Pluto energy is just blowing up shit in my chart, <laughs> thinking I'm just the world, the universe is against me. Um, where it's like Pluto comes back to power, right? The self knows. So it's like, you're going to be confronted with where are you not stepping into your power? And again, maybe what, what planets that self note is interacting with in, in any planets you have, Pluto's really going to be highlighted power in your responsibility with Saturn or, you know, just general innate power when it comes to Pluto or even your emotional power or your emotional resilience, if it's hitting your mood. So you know, I think sometimes we're, we, we search outside ourselves constantly, or we let this underlying current run our life and we can become victim to it. Like I said, I've done it. I still do it. I'm, I'm but I'm aware that I'm doing it. Like you're shooting yourself <laughs> in your own foot right now. It's fine. Right? And it's like I'm doing the best that I can. I'm going to have to maybe pay for this again, that accountability. And it's saying to yourself, I can sit here and make myself wrong for where I'm at right now, or what can I do? Because all you have is this experience, this moment. And you can, you can roll around and hum and haw, but what you could have done, but you, but you didn't have the tools maybe, or the awareness that you did now. So, you know, I just want to put that out there because sometimes it can, it can hurt a little bit or it feels really weird or embarrassing even, or shocking when we, when we were like face to face with our bullshit and we're like, Oh my God, mm-hmm. I did that. Yeah. 
And that's sometimes the ugly side of the shadow. The shadow's not bad, but shadow you kind of see, you're like, oh, <laughs> that was me. That was all my, that was all me. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Or it's not that I, that was all me, but it's like, oh, I realized how I just was totally giving my power. And I had like a shred of worth. So that might be coming up for a lot of people. I would imagine so because of that self note in Scorpio and, yeah. um, he, that's the beauty though of gone right. Scorpio is you can always, there's, there's this constant state of transformation. You can be willing to now rise up or you can stay just in the ashes, right? It's yeah. up to you. That's, that's spot on. Yeah. You can choose to take your power back or learn new power, you know, or if like reclaim your power or mm-hmm. just like with any energy, you can stay in your shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to choose, right. We get to choose if we grow or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I think that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there anything else you feel like we need to pass on? Um, as people move through, because we've got two eclipses, not just uh, the one on Saturday, we do have the one on May 16th, we won't go into like the energy of it right now. But Mm -hmm. is there anything else you think people need to know, I would say, like, I do love to pass on the message of like, this isn't a time I practice manifestation, this isn't a time I pop my crystals out, like, this Mm -hmm. isn't a time when I'm like, load me up, like, Mm -hmm. it's just, it is an unsure time of wildfire energy of like, it's going to do what it's going to do. Um, so maybe just let it do its thing. Yeah, no, I like that. I like the, um, I like the allowing yourself to explore what comes up or what's being unearthed in your life right now, as opposed to trying to put hard, fast structure roots or containing something that maybe needs to run its course a little bit. And it's going to transform into a different type of picture you initially had. Mm Um, yeah, I'm kind of the same with you as in terms of the manifest manifestation part. And at the same time, I always say to people make up your, you can make up your own damn rule. Like, um, if you feel like that's really called to you intuitively and that's what you're called to create, go for it. Like who am I, who the hell am I to tell you what to do? (laughs) Right. This is just what I do. And usually it's a point where I just wait until the, I just naturally explore what's coming up for me. Yeah. Um, but I'm very cognizant that I don't, I tend to wait until this, the, the energy is complete mm-hmm. before I, 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 I act impulsively. That's exactly kind of how I feel. Um, because I feel like when we do a lot of manifestation and stuff like that, which is beautiful and powerful and wonderful. Um, we do kind of like put a box onto the energy. It's like, we put all these expectations on and when we're feeling the way we're feeling, and I know everybody's feeling it. Like, like you mentioned, like, we don't really know where we're going. There is that sense, right. Where we're like, we're going somewhere, but I don't fucking know where it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe if we can just allow the exploration of that, um, that energy to just do its thing, then a, we release expectation, which is what the root of all disappointment. I love that that quote. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Right. And then B like, we just kind of let each day unfold until you feel that moment where you're like, huh, it doesn't necessarily need to be like, so many people have asked me like, when would you manifest again? When would you, I'm like, when it feels okay. Like personally, it'd probably be a couple of weeks after the second one, but like there, there'll be a moment where your body is not so unsure right? Mm -hmm. Where you don't feel like you're constantly like, I'm exploring this energy. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. There'll come a moment where you're like, I feel sure again. I feel solid again. 
Yeah. And I would also just explore where you notice you're getting, where are you out of alignment with your values? Cause like mm. Pluto and Scorpio are, both are the same axis of like value security. Um, and they just are expressed in different ways. So where do you notice you're not in alignment with your values? Yeah. That and what's being, energy, right? what's being really triggered, you know, in your yeah. life and, and then stemming through that sense of self-worth. Right. Mm -hmm. So just explore, just, I would just start to just notice again, just with curiosity, not with trying to solve it, not trying to be a little detective and think you got to get it all figured out. Like Scorpio, (laughs) Scorpio. just sitting there and being like, (laughs) Oh, I'm really like, I'm really bothered or I'm really irritated by that. What, what's that about? Mm, Yeah. And like feeling it in your body. So like Taurus, right. Feeling the actual embodied experience of being here and how triggering that can be when we want to escape into the Scorpio and be like, "Mm, I'm just going to float away and avoid this. Um, yeah, it's yeah. The actual embodied practice of being here. Um, and like, if we want to link in embodiment practices, like heart chakra work right now, guys, like that's the stuff. Um, and even connecting into like, what is that flow between solar plexus to heart? Is there, is there a stagnation? There is a processing, um, and then like opening your heart, like I'm going to be doing a lot of heart opening yoga for the next couple of days, just to like make space for the energy to move through me. I booked a whole unknowingly, this is so creepy. I booked a whole like spa healing day with my friend, Jesse. So it's like bath. I don't take baths. So it's like a bath. It's like, so it's like infrared. She does like this. Um, we start with a tarot reading. Um, oh my God. Energy healing. Then she cooks food, like this earthy food and healing food, depending on what you need, like what's like spices and senses you need for what you are. It's such an earthy experience. Then we do the infrared sauna. Then I do some bath with stuff in it. Like this is like so not me, except I, I I like the Reiki stuff and the tarot, but I'm not really big on the saunas and the bath. And I'm like, how is it that I put it on the day of the solar eclipse and Taurus, like get out of my own face. Like, oh my gosh, so creepy. So that's what I'm doing. And I'm like, that's actually the most perfect thing because Taurus energy is all about allowing yourself to appreciate those like luxuries and slow down and nurture and nourish the body, like allow Mm -hmm. the body to, to rest, to feel comfortable. And like I said, I'm like, I don't do baths, but like, I'm doing it. Like, (laughs) yeah, like, so that's what I'm doing. I'm really, it's slowing down. I'm really slowing down and not rushing and not trying to like figure it out. And I'm just, I'm going to be in my body that day. I love that. I think that's a good invitation for anyone listening. And for myself, just like taking the day to do something we avoid all the time, which is to just be in our bodies. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if anyone listening can go book a spa day or even like a pedicure, maybe I'll book a pedicure and I'll just go get my toes rubbed. Um, Mm -hmm. because yeah, the human experience is here in our bodies. That's why we came here is to be physical. Yeah. I hate it, but it's what it is. You know, I just like to go off and escape in my own Pisces land. I know. I know you want to float away. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Do you feel good? Do we feel like we've delivered? Yeah, I feel complete. Yeah, I feel complete. Unless you have anything else. No, I feel feel complete. I feel good. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I think we've said all we needed to say. Yeah, we said what we need to say. It got really hot at the beginning and then it just like (laughs) simmered into the body. So it's like we started Aries and then we softened into the Taurus. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. 
So for anyone listening, you guys know what to do now for the mm-hmm. next little while. Uh, if you don't already follow Renata, go follow her at Instagram. It's at align with Renata. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she will make you laugh constantly. Mm-hmm. And if you guys want to know more, like leave comments, do all the things you got to do. Cause we're here for you guys. Um, but yeah, listen to the advice and get into your, get into your body. Mm-hmm. That's my suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. May the force be with you all. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. Yes.